So my wife and I are having this discussion. It's not, I'm not, it's not an argument. I'm not going to say it's an argument, but it's a discussion, right? It's a discussion because we're talking about who we're more excited to see at America Fest in Phoenix. So Tanya is saying that she's excited to see Brantley Gilbert, but I'm saying that I'm excited to see Lee Greenwood because I want to hear him do God Bless the USA. But then she reminded me that back when we were dating, when we were still dating, before we were married, um, really, I think we'd only met maybe like eight months before, one of the first kind of things that we did while we were still dating, one of the first date, you know, big dates that we went to was we actually went to a country concert and she drug me along. Look, I'm from, I'm, you know, I'm from Philly area. I'm not a huge, wasn't always a huge country guy, et cetera, et cetera. She, on the other hand, born in the Soviet Union, comes to America, falls in love with country music, go figure. We went to see Brantley Gilbert. She drug me along and we still got photos of it. She puts on, you know, the boots. She puts on the, the Daisy Duke. She puts on the cowgirl hat. She's got the whole nine yards. And now that Brantley Gilbert is coming to play at Turning Point America Fest, she's like, I want to go. I want to see that. I want everyone to be there. It's going to be great. How many songs is he going to play? She won't stop talking about it. I said, We're, I don't know. Are they going to give me the information? When they give me the information, we're going to find it. So if you want to come and you want to see Brantley Gilbert as much as Tanya does, go to Turning Point USA, tposa.com backslash America Fest. Use promo code POSO, P-O-S-O in all caps for up to 25% off your tickets. And you will see me and you will see next to me a, my wife in her cowgirl hat and her Daisy Dukes and her boots, and she's gonna be dancing and kicking it up to Brantley Gilbert. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. On today's episode, we'll give you an update on the shade war between First Lady Jill Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. BlackRock Inc. becomes the first global asset manager licensed to start a wholly owned onshore mutual fund business in the People's Republic of China. Next, prosecutors say charges are on the table in the Alec Baldwin case. And finally, people were accidentally given the COVID-19 vaccine at an army base. Accidentally, what's going on with all that? All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. All right, so I tweeted this yesterday and it's already lighting up a complete storm. Citizens Free Press picked it up. We've got news stations picking it up, radio stations. Everyone's talking about this. Let's break down what exactly is going on because there's been yet again a new front opened in the White House. So it's time, of course, for a Shade War update. Shade. Now, this Shade War update is quite simple. Jill Biden has been going around the White House, according to our White House official, asking if there is a process to remove a sitting vice president to the United States. This is quite simple. Now, the process actually does exist. Uh, whether there's a 25th Amendment or a resignation, then the president would pick a new vice president and that person would be, um, would be confirmed by the Senate. So. Let's go back and let's listen to what the conversations were in the past that brought us up to where we are in the relationship or the misrelationship between Jill Biden and Kamala Harris. Jilly, can you hear? Hi, Jill. 
Hang on, I'm gonna put you on speaker. Jilly, are you yeah. there? Hi. Can, can you hear? I'm just, I feel I'm thrilled. And I just, I'm looking forward to working with you guys every day. We're going to get this done. That's great. How about Doug? Is Doug here? Yes. Well, let me get him. Hey, Doug. The vice president and Jill's on the phone. And they Hi. Asked, and they, they've asked us to join them. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have fun. Jill, we're ready to go to work. We're ready to put it all on the yeah. line for you. Well, well we're looking forward to it. Uh, look, guys. Um, first of all, both of you. This is a team. This is a team effort. You know, this is team play. And uh, um, as we all know, she is a lifelong educator. She has spent her career fighting for access to education for all people. She has spent a career um, as the the second lady of the United States, and even beyond in fighting for our veterans, and in particular the spouses of of military personnel. Um, she has been a voice that has been about um, the, the power that that women leaders can have, um, and and she's just an extraordinary human being. And I'm just so excited to to look at at the possibility of her being in the White House with Joe Biden. Remember, who was it during 2019 during the debates that responded when Kamala Harris called Joe Biden a racist? It was Jill Biden. Jill Biden was the one that attacked her and defended her husband during those interviews when they were asked about what the Biden's response would be to Kamala's attacks being a racist. This has always been the thing that started the misrelationship between Jill and Kamala. So all this fakeness, all this, oh, we're such good friends, everything's great. No, out the window. Jill Biden knows that Kamala Harris is the person not just waiting in the wings, she is the freight train bearing down on the Biden administration. And at this point, there are two administrations in the White House. There are two administrations in the White House. There is the Biden administration and there is the Kamala administration. And neither shall the twain meet, right? Neither twain shall they meet. This is a situation where Biden feels more and more imperiled. And I said this yesterday, and then we put up a tweet that said, it looks like that Ron Klain is gonna start losing it and he's gonna start retweeting stuff all over the place. Ron Klain, the chief of staff of the White House, because they are getting so incredibly desperate. And so what was it that Ron Klain retweeted just last night? And people can see that Ron Klain's, uh, <laughs> the stuff this guy posts on his Twitter is very, very revealing. You think he would keep his powder a little bit more dry. No, no, no. Ron Klain retweeted Eric Levitz, and what did he write? A bill that did nothing but establish universal pre-K 500 billion in climate funding and a permanent child allowance kind of seems preferable to the emerging grab bag of ill-designed underfund programs that are all set to self-destruct during the second Trump administration. Whoa, hold on, bag it up a second. What did he just say? Self-destruct during the second Trump administration is White House Chief of Staff, Ron Klain, saying that there's going to be a second term for President Donald Trump? What's going on, Ron? What are you talking about? You, you worried about something? Is Jill Biden a little worried about something? The White House is running scared because they see their polling numbers in free fall. You've got people like Ron Klain trying to catch a fall. Ron, walk away, man, walk away. 
So if you've been following the show for a while, we've been talking about the Great Reset. And the Great Reset is essentially Davos, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Wall Street, the Federal Reserve, a lot of this stuff tied together. It's essentially the financial remaking of the economics in the West to solidify our relationship with the CCP, to solidify and reformulate our economic relationships to the government, to the central banks, and make us essentially authoritarians the same way that China is authoritarian. It's basically as simple as this. I know that sounds like a lot, I get it. They want to emulate the system that the CCP uses over the people of China. It's basically as simple as that. So they use all of these different economic levers and financial levers to push into that. Now the Treasury right now just pointed out a few moments ago that we are now having an inverted yield curve. What does that mean? That means that short-term risk is more dangerous than long-term risk, right? So the 20 years over the 30 year, what does that mean? That means imminent recession is possible. It's as simple as that. That's why a lot of people are looking to get out of fiat currency right now. That's why people, all the big guys like BlackRock, Blackstone, Bill Gates, et cetera, what are they putting their money in? They're putting it into land. They're putting it into real estate. They're gobbling up everything they can. That's why crypto is exploding right now because all the smart people are saying, you know, it looks like the US dollar is having problems. So DYOR, do your own research on all that stuff. I'm not here to make investment advice. Right, I'm just saying that is what is going on right now, and that's what the smart people are looking at when it comes to the markets, and especially when it comes to US currency. But when we look at BlackRock, and I've described BlackRock in the past as the operations arm of the Fed, we've talked about the ties to ESGs and how that becomes a corporate social credit score. And they're pushing this, they're forcing this on all the different companies around Wall Street and really essentially throughout the West. How do they do this? Well, basically, they're printing the money from the Fed, it becomes a loan, then it goes to their, their good buddies in these uh, wealth management firms or the big banks, and then they say, okay, but if you want some of this, you've gotta get a good ESG, Environmental Social Governance Score. So what does that mean? Well, you've got Wall Street boomers that are left-wingers like Larry Fink that are basically saying, we need to push wokeness. Uh, I talked last week about Citibank and doing these this racial quota, racial audit that they're pushing through. It's get woke, get not broke. They get woke, you get broke. That's the new thing. That's what they're pushing with ESGs. It is total control, a program of total control because, and this is, has nothing to do with free market, by the way, and this is something where I think a lot of libertarians and a lot of conservatives just kind of need to, they need to upgrade their software. They just need to upgrade their software, update their software, and just, just push it out to understand that we're not talking about a free market versus a controlled market here. This is totally controlled, and you've got corporations and government in bed with each other. That's the system you have now, today. So if you're missing out on that, if you're arguing something else, you are totally beyond the debate of what's going on. So, with the backdrop of all that, Consumers Research dropped this new, basically it's an attack ad, on BlackRock highlighting their deep ties, their deep relationship with the CCP. Take a look at this. BlackRock, the biggest American money manager. Where are they investing your money? China. 
pouring in billions, propping up Chinese communist leaders, putting money into surveillance companies used by the Chinese military. Even left-wing billionaire George Soros knows BlackRock is harming U.S. national security. CEO Larry Fink loves to tell Americans how to live, but he negotiated against America, sucking up to China. BlackRock, taking your money, betting on China. Really incredible stuff. And so they've dropped a new talking point, basically a memo, kind of going through the highlights of BlackRock's relationship with China. BlackRock is taking your money and betting on China. In a new highlighted by uh, an ad in Consumers Research, BlackRock is taking Americans' hard-earned savings and retirements and going all in on China. It's managing billions in American savings and retirements, your savings, your retirements, and those billions are being poured into China and you're cozying up to the Chinese Communist Party. BlackRock chairman and CEO Larry Fink has made China one of the company's top priorities, saying, this is a quote, I continue to firmly believe China will be one of the biggest opportunities for BlackRock over the long term. In a letter to shareholders, the Chinese market represents a significant opportunity to help meet the long-term goals of investors in China and internationally. Do you understand what's going on? Your money is being dumped into the rise of China. Why are the supply chains having issues right now? The supply chain's in crisis because we are chained to China. Where does the supply chain originate? China. What is the chain? Our chain to China. We are chained to China. And you've got groups like BlackRock, the US Chamber of Commerce, and all of these other businesses that are setting things up this way. It doesn't have to be this way, folks. We are the American people. We can demand better, and quite frankly, we deserve better. You deserve better. The people of the world deserve better. Got some developments now in the Alec Baldwin case. A press conference was held yesterday by the sheriff and the DA for Santa Fe County. It was a very informative press conference and they said a lot of things that I think people need to hear because I remember that I took, I was talking about this yesterday too, I took so much crap for going in on this, leaning in and saying this was a crime and there are clearly criminal charges that took place here just looking at the basic facts of it. This was not just an accident. This was criminal. A woman died. Another person was shot, the director. You have to then determine who that criminal liability falls upon. It's as simple as that. It's the same way if there is a drunk driving death, right? Someone is killed, that driver becomes liable. Is it murder? Not necessarily, because again, it was not intentional, the person was not targeted, et cetera, et cetera. But it is certainly manslaughter. It is certainly manslaughter. And I think that when those charges are filed, if and when, a conviction will be upheld and it will be the right call because again, somebody was shot and killed because of criminal recklessness and the negligence of the people involved in this situation for not practicing basic firearm safety, upholding the laws, upholding the rules that should be practiced any time you are handling a firearm. And people will say, but Jack, they said cold gun. They said, don't worry about it. No, any person that's handling an inherently dangerous instrument needs to check to make sure themselves to ascertain whether or not it contains live rounds. Who should you trust? When they hand you a gun 
and there's and they say there's no live rounds in here. No one. Trust only yourself. Listen to the press conference that was held yesterday where they asked that very question. What we suspect. Sure, as the man who pulled the trigger and as a producer on the movie, does Alec Baldwin himself face the potential of criminal charges? And if the DA could perhaps follow up with that as well. That may be a, a, a question better answered by the district attorney. Um, all options are on the table at this point. I'm not take, I'm not commenting on charges, whether they will be filed or not, or on whom. So the answer is we, we cannot answer that question yet until we complete a more thorough investigation. But there is the potential for Alec Baldwin himself to face charges because you have not ruled them out. No one has been ruled out at this point. Is Alec Baldwin? Is Alec Baldwin? Is, sorry, is Alec Baldwin considered a person of interest right now? No, that's you. <laughs> he's, he's obviously the person that fired the weapon. So we're going to continue interviewing and getting to uh, getting the facts of his statements and the evidence and the case and possible witnesses or anybody that has any information. So right now, he is an active part of this investigation. Is he likely to be re uh, interviewed? Is he likely to be re-interviewed? We hope so. Uh, as of right now, um, Everybody is cooperating with statements and interviews. And we've got more details now from the Hollywood Reporter. In a third search warrant filed in the Santa Fe court on Wednesday, the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office indicated that it was seeking to search a white prop truck that housed some ammunition and a safe that held firearms. According to the warrant, the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, said that on the day of the onset shooting, she had checked four dummies and assured there were no hot rounds. And when the crew broke for lunch, the firearms were secured in the safe in the prop truck that only select workers had access to, with some ammunition left unsecured on a cart on the set. Now, in the same search warrant, the assistant director, Halls, said that normally when handling guns on set, and he quoted, I check the barrel for obstructions. Most of the time, there's no live fire. Hannah opens the hatch and spins the drum. That's the revolver. And I say, cold gun on set. However, before the rehearsal, when Hutchins and Souza were shot, Halls said he could remember seeing only three rounds. He advised he should have checked all of them, but didn't and couldn't remember if she spun the drum on that revolver, the warrant reads. So you see a breakdown between the three people that handled this gun. And make sure the media says this, because they are trying to get Alec Baldwin out of this, but three people handled that gun. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, David Halls, and Alec Baldwin. Three people handled that gun, three people committed negligence, and three people committed to this tragic homicide that took place on that set in Santa Fe. All right, thank you so much for listening to us, continuing to be part of the Human Events Daily community. And remember, to continue supporting us, to support the podcast, support the show, go to MyPillow.com, use promo code POSO, up to 66% off, beat the supply chains, help American workers. Christmas is coming so fast. I know Halloween is this weekend. Thanksgiving is coming. We know that the trucking situation, it is what it is. The supply chains, it is what it is. Congestion is going to be crazy. So beat all of that. Beat the inflation, by the way. Get your orders in now. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code POSO, and check out all of the savings you will receive. Let's get into this next story. 
out of our friends at Terminal CWO, another massive scoop. What the heck is going on in our United States Army with these vaccines? JBLM had a flu, flu shot tent set up. Now, this is a base, a joint base up near Tacoma, Washington. They said that they were giving out flu shots, but instead they gave people the wrong shot. They were giving them the COVID vaccine instead of the flu shot. How do you get that screwed up, U.S. Army? How do you get that screwed up, military? The Navy's got ships crashing into each other, burning down on pier side, and nobody knows how to stop a fire on ship. The Army's giving out the wrong vaccines when they're trying to give people the flu shot. And by the way, listen to this. There's new leaked audio again from Terminal CWO of a soldier going in and saying, by the way, um, you guys aren't giving us that experimental Cominardi stuff, right? You're, you're giving us the approved shots, right? Listen to what happened in this leaked audio. Yeah, the brand name here is Cominardi. Cominardi. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't have that. We just have the original Pfizer COVID vaccine. So it, it's just unusual that we so mass give people something that's not fda approved except for an eua okay. it says right here on the bio actually it says for use under emergency use authorization okay but anyway. and is that is that all the ones we have that's everything we got yeah so they all say they all say that now there are the pfizer biomtech covid so you can we have two standing orders actually one for the commonality once we get it okay i see what's going on this might be for when we get the commonality we decided to make a standing order for the Carminati, which we don't even have. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm oh, like, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, because I think the other one was 23 August, too. So they just made two. I'm like, why are you guys doing this? COVID's hard enough. There's a two-story structure. That's your target. So not only are these people giving them the COVID shot instead of the flu shot, and the Army's already announced they're looking into that. They're going to figure out what the heck went wrong. Oops, sorry, by the way. But on the next stand, they're not even giving out the FDA-approved ones. They're giving out this Cominardi stuff, which is still only emergency use authorized. This is the level of the U.S. Army. Jesse Kelly has a line. We're going to lose a major war. Folks, I got to tell you something. We're going to lose a major war. This is the absolute state of readiness in the United States Armed Forces. You're gonna sit there and go through woke trainings. You've got the head of the Joint Chiefs saying, we need to worry about woke rage. No, this is unconscionable. This is national security for the United States of America, and you are leaving us defenseless. And Taiwan, <laughs> sorry guys, you're going back to Beijing. That's it for me today at Human Events Daily. So thank you for myself and the whole team for continuing to watch us. Broke one million downloads in just six weeks. Thank you for sharing this out with your normie friends, but folks, you have to continue sharing it out with your normie friends. Be the influence agent. We are not just about talk, we are about spreading these messages as far as the eye can see, or really as far as the ear can hear, I should say. But before I go, it's time for today's moment of history. And we're not gonna go back in time, we're gonna go only back in time a little bit, a little bit here to last year. A tweet by Morning Brew. Shiba Inu, one of the biggest cryptocurrencies out there. Somebody put $8,000 into this back in August. It is now worth 
$5.7 billion. From eight grand to 5.7 billion in roughly 400 days, we may be looking at the single greatest trade of all time. And that's why they wanna shut down crypto. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my permission to lay ashore.